what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is CF, the plumbing sales coach, and I am here to help you guys with your business. What I do is I train service plumbing companies all across the world how to train or how to help their, their technicians provide better service in the homes. And tonight, we're going to talk about a lesson that I learned at a gas station just recently. It was just a simple lesson that I learned that we're going to we're going to really dive into because guys, this is a big way for you to increase profits. It's a great way for you to provide better service. And really it ain't even about the money. And there's a little bit, there's a lot of truth to that in life. There's a lot of truth to that in every aspect, but tonight we're going to talk about physically, literally, emotionally, in every kind of possible way, how this company was doing something that had nothing to do with the money, but had everything to do with the service. And it actually got me to buy a little bit more and more on that. We'll come back to that in just in a minute. But if you're new to the show, make sure you subscribe. All you got to do is type service into the comments, service. And what will happen is you'll get a message from my messenger, uh, my Facebook messenger page. And what you got to do then is respond to that. And when you complete that final two-step process, step one, type uh, service into the comments now. And step two, respond to the message in the messenger. You will be subscribed to the show. You'll never miss another episode. And these episodes, or I think we're at episode like 150 or 140 something. I don't even know what episode we're on anymore. Uh, but we've done a lot of these things. And if you go back and you watch them, they're all about helping you guys. There's tons of content. I've had guests on the show. We've talked about so many different things. And tonight, we're going to talk about an old-fashioned lesson in service. An old-fashioned lesson in service. First, let's say what's up to some people watching the show. My man, Nate Murray's on the show. Good to see you. How you doing? BJ in the house. He says, what up, your royal freshness? Irma says, hey, brother. Literally, how you doing? Hey, he says, hello, Mr. Fresh. What's up? Don't see them on tonight. He's talking about the Million Dollar Plumber. They had some technical difficulties. They weren't able to do their show. I was actually a guest on that show tonight or supposed to be a guest on that show tonight, and they had to cancel because they were having some technical difficulties. Again, if you're new to this show, we're talking about plumbing. We're talking about service plumbing, how to provide better service in the home. And it's not what you think. Joseph says, what's up from Florida? How you doing? Hey, good to see Florida back on here. Uh, you guys just went through crazy time. I know that the storm didn't directly hit, but just the idea of going through that potential disaster. And there's a lot to be learned in that uh, experience with service, but going potentially going through disaster can be just as, just as bad as the disaster itself. And our customers go through that all the time, right? They go through the stress of having to realize they have a plumbing problem then the stress of having to deal with the plumbing problem. I talk about that in my training a lot. He, Nate says he's doing great. Great, brother. Good to see you. My man, Thomas Hare with Tommy's Plumbing out of Greenville. Good to see you on here, sir. We got training tomorrow morning, first thing in the morning. That is live training that I do with a lot of plumbing companies. A lot of you guys hop onto my online live training every Wednesday morning. That is a uh, training service that I offer. If you guys want information about that type, fresh into the comments. And if you're listening to the podcast, haven't mentioned the podcast in a while. You know, we've had almost 6,000 views. Might even be over 6,000 views now or downloads or whatever they call that on podcasts, I guess not views. You don't really see that thing. You listen to it. Um, but if you listen to it on the podcast, thanks for listening. Keep on listening to this thing. I really appreciate your support as well. And if you're looking for a service or you're looking for that kind of thing, just go to www.theplumbingsalescoach.com and you will get information about that training. But either way, if you want information about that, type fresh if you're watching the show right now. If you want to subscribe to the show, type service. Boom, boom, boom. All this stuff will be delivered to you through Facebook Messenger and you'll have all the links. But anyways, tonight we're talking about old-fashioned service. And what did I learn from the gas station pump? Well, I was coming back. Uh, actually, I was, had been up. At, if, in fact, if you go back to last week, you can see me drag race. I was drag racing last week. Literally, I was the one driving the car. It was crazy. Some of you have given me a little flack over that, like I was only going 100 miles an hour. 
That was fast for me, okay? And it was my first time ever doing it. And I had a blast. Thank you, Nick. Marcel, I got to give you all the credit for making that happen. It was, they had literally, we're in the middle of a competition and he somehow got me uh, in there. I'm just all of a sudden, I'm, I'm doing a run down the drag strip. Uh, life's crazy. Comes at you fast sometimes, literally. And uh, this guy, this guy made that happen and I had a blast. Talk about experience and service. He, he put, I'm out there to train him and, and he put on an experience for me. And so I got to do that last week, but uh, I was coming back from Boise, coming back from his shop because I was up there doing training for a couple of days with him and his guys. I was coming back from his shop and um, I spent a couple of days with me and my wife and kids. They met me in Salt Lake City. And so we had a couple of days of fun there and then I'm coming back and I need gas, right? That's, that's what we do when we, when we take long trips, got to stop at the gas station. I pulled off into a gas station in Beaver, Utah and uh, Chevron station. And I pulled up there, I get out and um, I, I go to fill up, you know, put my, put the credit card in and get out the, the pump and I uh, put the nozzle in and uh, the guy comes over and he starts washing my window and I'm going, what, what in the world is, you know, my, and I start looking around. And you know, back in the day, if, if you're old enough to remember, I might be dating myself here a little bit. And I'm sorry, I just see Nate Murray coming back on the show. A lot of you keep getting kicked off the show. Facebook's been doing that a lot. Uh, I think they got some new algorithms in place. You got to pay advertising money to, to, or else they, 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 don't, they don't play nice. I don't know. Uh, but sorry for that. We're trying to get moved over to YouTube. We're going to get that done here soon. But anyways, uh, I'm putting the pump in and I'm looking around. I'm thinking self-serve, full serve. You know, did I, did I accidentally go to the wrong island? Did I go to the wrong pumping station, you know, because uh, the guy's over here washing my window. That's not normal. That's not common. If you're if you're not old enough to remember those days, then it's probably really foreign to you. Like, hey, get off my car, sir. And I looked and I was looking around and uh, he goes, no, 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 you're okay. And I said, what? He goes, you're, you're in self-serve. And he goes, I'm used to it. I'm used to people looking around. We catch them off guard. Our owner, our owner's old fashioned. He goes, we, uh, we do it. So we do service the old fashioned way. And I'm like, get out of here. The price was the, wasn't really any more expensive. It was, you know, just a normal gas pump uh, price for that area, Chevron uh, pricing. And I thought that's nuts. But then what really got my attention is everything that happened after that. We're going to dive into that because there's lessons to be learned about how to apply that to your business. But I was thinking, you know, what's the cost associated for this business with providing that service? And I was thinking in Utah, minimum wage is $7.25 an hour. Even if they're paying them 12 to 15 bucks an hour to walk around for the five minutes of experience, I got to cost the owner about two bucks to reach out and make me feel different. That's nuts to me when you really think about it. Because what did he do? He washed my window. And then he said, hey, I'll, I'll top it off. You can go inside. Can you go to the bathroom or restroom or do anything else? Now, I went inside. I went inside. I did have to use the bathroom. I went inside, I used the bathroom real quick. I came out and uh, something caught my eye in the uh, big cold glass case they call a cooler uh, called uh, Monster Energy Drinks. I saw those and I thought to myself, huh, I'm thirsty. So I bought one. In fact, uh, I remember thinking to myself, as always, I'm going to buy two because I'm going to get the deal. So I bought two. Then I saw some snacks and I thought to myself, those look tasty. And I bought those snacks. Now, I don't, I don't really don't know what was going to happen. Honestly, I was only like Beavers, Utah's only an hour away from my house if that uh, after, you know, about four hours driving. So I was almost home kind of mentality. I said to use, uh, get some gas. I had to stop. I didn't really feel like I had to use the bathroom until he said, hey, I'll top it off for you. It just provided an opportunity for me to go to the bathroom. So... 
I got to think, what would have really happened if he hadn't come over and done that? What if he hadn't come over and washed my window? What if he hadn't come over and topped off my gas and freed up me up to go inside? What if I did that and just jumped in the truck and rode on home, which is most likely what was about to happen for real. That's crazy, right? That amount of service. Now, that wasn't the goal. The goal was to come over there and wash my window, treat me different, make me have a different kind of experience, things that you could be doing for your customer. How can you get outside the box? How can you go back to the old ways? What old things used to work have we stopped doing that you can do that provide service? Things like being courteous, things like just being professional, that sometimes that goes a long way. It's crazy like to think about pulling up to a gas station. In fact, I've, I've been guilty of on this show I've been guilty. I'll admit something. I've been guilty of on the show using the example, and I've done it in my trainings, but I always say things like, you don't have to know, like, and trust someone. Uh, someone doesn't have to know, like, and trust you to buy something. I've said that because I, I believe that. And, and that goes against what everyone teaches in the industry. And you can stop watching my show if you don't agree with me on that, but go back and watch my shows. But the idea that I've always used the example I've used to back that claim up is if you go buy gasoline, if you go to the gas station and you go inside and deal with the gas station attendant, you don't necessarily need to know, like, or trust them to buy the gasoline. You just need to know, like, and trust the gasoline to buy the gasoline. You don't need to know, like, and trust the gasoline attendant. But now if the attendant's going to talk you into going from regular unleaded to premium unleaded because it's better for your vehicle, then you might need to know, like, and trust that guy or that gal because then you might need to know, like, and trust them so that you'll be influenced by them to make a bigger purchase. I get that. That's true. But just the idea that you have to know, like, and trust them. So I've used this example time and time again. Like, somehow you can't get good service at a gas station. But, man, I was wrong. Lance says, helping an old lady put in a light bulb. Uh, tomorrow night we're doing a show, question and answer. We're doing another Q&A where it's going to be live Q&A. Hop on the show. Share the show. Let your friends know if, if they own a service company, plumbing company especially, uh, and they got questions about how to give better service to their plumbing, to their to their customers, uh, share the show because tomorrow night we're definitely going to be diving into that where you guys can can ask question and answer whatever you want objections um how do you do whatever whatever you want to know we'll talk about as much as we can you know obviously within the guidelines of of how you know a lot of usually get a ton of comments so we don't always can can't always see all of them get to all of them but hop on early and start putting them on there tomorrow night we're going to do that but one of the ones that i saw from a while back that was asked was this idea I think we're going to cover tomorrow night is how do you go about with other industries? Do you, should you have a, an index of other companies like HVAC electrical that you can refer out and how should, how should you do all that? But Lance says helping an old lady put in a light bulb. That's, that's huge because it's a simple task. It's a simple way to provide service for someone to show them you're not just in it for the money. Cause look, I can get gas anywhere. And I can get, and, and I've done it. We've all gotten gas every week. We get gas every other week. Something like, you know, sometimes two times a week, three. For in this industry, we're getting it almost every day. When's the last time that gas station had a gas station attendant out there running around washing everyone's windows? Topping off the gas. They actually had four or five guys out there doing it, by the way, because they were that busy, right? That's crazy. Like that stands out. That's different. And that's what you got to do when you service your customer. I don't care if you're the owner and you got to implement it in your company or you're the technician and you got to implement it in your lifestyle or the way that you go through that home. But you didn't absolutely need to separate yourself. This is the way you do it. This, this stuck out to me. I'm doing a whole show on it. I'm doing a whole entire show on this topic because it stuck out to me that much as a consumer. Can you think about what your customers will do for you? 
How many times have you seen me do an entire show based off an experience? I've never. My, my, my producer typed in 138. This is episode 130. We've done 138 shows. I've never been influenced by an experience enough to do an entire episode on it except for this time right here. And I got gas, gasoline. Because it, it's different. It, it's, it's outside the box. It's an industry that can stand out. And I'll tell you another thing. The fact that the world looks down on plumbers is actually an advantage for us. And I'll tell you why. Because it's a bigger opportunity to improve and to show them how amazing and professional we really are. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. There's an old scriptural basis to this. There's like this old idea that the matter someone is to you, the, the, the happier they can be with you, right? Or like you ever dealt with that customer that's really upset with you, really mad. And then by the time you get done, they're your best friend, they're your customer for life. Yeah, that, that's the, the reason why this applies. Lance says, service because you care. Adam says, amazing service. Uh, Lance said, uh, or I mean, sorry, Wesley says, uh, what's up, everybody? Good evening. Hello. And then Nate says, uh, bet you won't forget that little town called uh, Beaver, Utah. Yeah, I had a look. That experience when I went to that uh, gas station, I was thinking, like, I almost want to drive up here all the time and get gas. Now, that's silly, right? Because it's more expensive to waste gas to go up there. But man, seriously, I'll never forget that place. And I got to drive by there all the time because we go up north a lot to see family. And so now I come by, I'm going to make sure I go, but that's where I'm going to fill up. That's where I'm going to fill up. Some folks still care fresh, believe it or not. I do believe it. I saw it firsthand. I saw it firsthand. Where are you watching from tonight? Where are you at? Where are you catching this off? Brandon, my man, Brandon Graham. We haven't seen you in a while. He says, keeps kicking me off. It's been kicking everyone off. Uh, it's it's a thing Facebook's going through. It's a transition. They're really trying to limit the ability for people to um, do a show like this without spending a lot of money with them. So we're going to move over to uh, YouTube. We're, we're coming soon. Sorry about that. If you guys missed this episode, you can always catch it on the podcast. They can't stop. Facebook doesn't own everything. We're on Apple iTunes. We're on Google. We're on it all. We're everywhere all the time. Except for YouTube. We're getting there, though. <laughs> We're getting there. Brandon, how you been, man? We're talking about this gas station experience I had, brother. I went to the gas station. This guy came over for the gas station attendant, started washing my window, offered to top off my gas. I started looking around. I thought I was in full service. He said, nope, you're in self-serve. That's just how we do it here, old school. Then you know what that led to, right? He says, well, why don't you go inside, go to the bathroom, do whatever you got to do. Of course, I went to the bathroom. Then, of course, I bought a couple monsters, bought some snacks. Next thing you know, I'm spending more money, but I'm happily doing it. I'm thinking about this guy out there washing my windows and how cool that is, how awesome this guy is, how the experience is different. And we were kind of right now, as you're coming into the show, if you're just jumping on, we're, we're really talking about this idea of how you can win bigger sometimes with mad customers. And in an industry where people look down upon it, in an industry where people think it's dirty or they, they don't think that we have value, we have the opportunity to show them that we do in the biggest possible way. And on top of all of that, I'd make an argument and I would win this argument that we have the most value because we do the most. You know, I did an episode, I do a series all the time on what the plumbing value, the value of a plumber. And I talk about this idea that plumbers aren't just plumbing. Okay, plumbing is commercial. It's uh, That's plumbing, commercial industry. In fact, when you go in and you... You, you talk to the customer, you diagnose the issue, you offer your options, you get it all closed out, you get it all done, and then you go do the actual work. When you start plumbing, that's plumbing. But all those things around it, keeping the area clean, that's service. 
the, the uniform that you wear, the, the way that you smell, the way that you look, that's service. The way that you communicate with your customer, the way you stick to the plan, the way that you honor what you agreed to, that's service, right? And then all of a sudden we start backing up a little bit more. What about when we first showed up? Well, that's counseling and service. And then when we start diagnosing, that's critical thinking and problem solving and analytical thinking and sometimes abstract thinking and that's service and that's all these other things wrapped up in one. And what's the value of that? And that's what that's what you're walking into right now. And we have the opportunity to show a customer all those all those gifts, all those skills, all that talent, and all they see us for when we first walk in, when we first get there, is some guy that can get poop to flow again, or or, or some some gal that can uh, fix a leak real quick. And I say gal because I'm starting to see there's there's more than just guys in the trade. And I'm gonna tell you right now if 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 women get involved in the trade, they're more likely to provide service faster than a guy. It says being a good human. Also known as integrity, compassion, and empathy. Yeah, empathy. I'm big on that. Someone someone asked me when they found out I was a trainer, I ran into an old friend from high school way back in the day. I, just this weekend we connected. It's crazy. Him and his family, they're doing great. Uh, they live out there in Utah. Uh, it was really good to see him. Anyways, he, in fact, he's how I got in the construction portion of all this to way back when I was uh, 1990 or in 2000. Yeah, in 2000. So I was, anyways, it doesn't matter. I want to date myself. It doesn't matter. I was, I was like five. Anyways, joking. All right. So uh, he got me involved in all that. And so we were, we were, uh, we were working on this. Uh, we we're catching back up. And his, he said, do you teach empathy and sympathy and all that kind of stuff? And I said, actually, I'm not a big fan of sympathy and empathy. I'm what I'm more, uh, you know, there's this idea of sympathy being the same thing as empathy. They're not. And, and we talk about that all the time. You got to be empathetic with your customer. And this gas station experience I had was empathetic. It was very empathetic. It was, it was this, they, they, they figured out I'm on this long drive. Here's, here's a gas station out in the middle of nowhere. I got bugs all over my window. And so they can simply wash my windows and provide amazing service. When you go into the house, when you're helping Mrs. Jones, when you're working with this customer and she's got this problem, what are you doing to help her out? What are you doing to help her with her situation? Are you really being empathetic? Are you really putting yourself in her shoes and understanding that something as simple as floor savers, you know, the shoe covers, little shoebies, whatever you want to call them, something as simple as that, can be a stress reliever for her. Something as simple as having a breath mint in your mouth. Something as simple as not stinking like a cigarette. These little things matter. They matter more than anything. I'm telling you right now, they're the thing. This guy, this experience I had at this gas station, it completely made me have an entire show on it. I've never done that before. Had an entire show based off a gas station experience. Can you, can you believe that? Like, wrap your mind around that. That's the kind of and all he did was wash my window and top off my gas, but nobody does it. Stand out, be different. You want, you want, you want Handy Andy to stop taking your customers? Don't look like Handy Andy. Don't act like Handy Andy. Don't do the work of Handy Andy. Don't do it. Uh, be the easiest way I can tell you. I mean, right? Be the easiest way I can tell you. Look, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys. This stuff, sometimes we overcomplicate it. We, we overcomplicate the situation because we get into the rhythm of this idea. Um, oh, I love it, Brandon. He says sympathy is essentially discarding clients' trust issues or true issues. Absolutely. You're just kind of, it's like you're just kind of like blazing through them. You know, uh, in the car industry, they teach this aim acknowledge, ignore, move on. 
Uh, it's so disrespectful, first of all, from human to human that you would just, someone would object and you would acknowledge their objection. You would, you would then ignore their objection. You would just move on. Or, or uh, even these little clever things that I hear all the time, and I'm not going to get into what they are. You probably heard them before, but don't, you can't just take someone's situation and put it in a box. That does, that doesn't work. That's why people misunderstand what I'm doing because they think that it's this upsells training or this, we're going to go get people to buy more stuff. Absolutely not. It's about quality of life for the technician. It's about quality of life for the customer. It's about quality of life for the, for the business owner, for the business. And for all the employees that have to deal with that customer, because you all got to deal with that customer when somebody goes out there and takes advantage of them and that customer calls back to complain. Now the office person has to deal with that or the manager has to deal with that or the technician has to deal with that. That's no fun. That's not what we're after. So you can't just put people in a box. It doesn't work like that. You got to understand they're going through a series of phases as they make this purchasing decision. That's why I teach this idea of, you know, they're in fear mode when you first get there. It doesn't matter about this, you know, all these clever little things to say and do. It's more about the mentality of what's going on. It's about the situation that they're really in. It's about understanding what you're really there to do, by the way. Again, I'll, I'll say it again, this idea of, uh, you know, you go from, I'm just going to go in there and take care of the plumbing. It's not about the plumbing. It just isn't. It has nothing. That's why you're there. That's as far. That's why you're there. That's why you're the one that's going to have a transaction with this customer today. That's why they're going to invest money into their home with you and your companies because there's a plumbing problem. But other than that, what the re why they're going to actually pull the trigger to spend money with you, how much they're going to spend money with you, how much they're going to value your input and your decisions and what you have to say about what they should do with their money is all going to come down to the service. It's going to come down to just the service. Brandon says, that's how relationships fail. So you're wanting the relationship with your clients to fail. <laughs> Absolutely. Like this stuff is, um, you, you would think it's kind of, it is kind of elementary, right? It is kind of the basics. It's if people, some people accuse me of, uh, they'll say fresh, fresh, you know, do you have some sort of like, wh what are you keeping from us? What's the, what's this magic lesson? What's this like sales tip you have? And I'm like, just be relational, man. You just got to go build this relationship with them. You're an expert. Be product knowledge. Have product knowledge. Like if you could just understand the concept of figuring out what the customer's concerned about and you match that up with what your product knowledge, your, your expertise is. It doesn't matter if you're a plumber or a realtor. You could be a doctor. You could be a lawyer. It's all the same, right? This idea that you are an expert at something and this customer needs something, right? And you can match those two things up. Like they have a concern about something and you're an expert and you can match that up. You provide a service, you have a product, you have, you know where to get it. Like just the idea that we know better than to go to, go to a Home Depot or Lowe's and buy the cheapest wall, uh, water heater and install that in our customer's house. Like we know better than to do that. We know better than to go buy the one off the internet, the no name brand or whatever, go get the contractor grade uh, faucet or the, 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 you know, the, the knockoff brand that's only going to be around for a year or two. We know better than that. We know better than that as service plumbers. That doesn't mean plumbers haven't been guilty of putting in the cheap stuff. I'm just saying we know better as service plumbers. That's worth something. That's got value. And this, this idea that the whole thing that started tonight's show was this. I pulled into a gas station. I got gas just like you get anywhere else uh, unleaded, uh, regular unleaded, right? Then you got the middle grade and then you got the, the Supreme. And you put that in your vehicle and you make a decision and then you fill it up and then you, they got a gas station little store attached to it and it's either clean or it's not. 
and you go in there and you you, you buy stuff, you either feel like you're either going to die because it's going to be your last meal from eating there or you feel safe about it because of the, the experience you have there. You go in. And so what separates each gas station from each gas station? And then I pull into this gas station after probably, I mean, literally thousands, right? You got to think after, you know, I'm 40, 42, 43 years old. I don't even know how old I am. 76, June, figured out. I don't know. But either way, I'm something 43. That's what I am. 43 years old. And here I am. I've been to gas station after gas station. I travel around. I do all kinds of stuff. Uh, and this, they wash my windows. They, they topped off my gas. I haven't had that happen since like 93, 89. I don't know. Unless you're in Oregon. I know Oregon used to have those laws. Uh, that's nuts. Blew my mind. Made me like it stuck with me. Experience. It's gas. Big deal. Wash my window. Got some bugs off. And the Roma things didn't really, I mean, I just drove down the road and got more bugs on the, honestly, when you think, <laughs> right. But this, but the experience and when you go in there and you get your, you get them unclogged, when you go in there and you, you get them a new toilet and you, or you get them a new water heater, you get them hot water again, whatever, just, you know, they, they get the bugs off my window and I'm back down the road and I got more bugs on my window. What's the experience that you left the customer with? What's the service that you gave the customer? Because that's going to be the difference maker. That's going to be the decision maker. That's going to be the difference between sometimes getting five-star reviews with one sentence, five-star reviews with, with three paragraphs, no review, a disgruntled customer, who knows? But that's going to come down to the service that you provided. I am telling you right now, as a general manager for over three years doing this thing on a regular basis, taking phone call after phone call from upset customers, the common thread, the common pattern was service. When we made a mistake and the toilet backed up again, or we made a mistake and the thing leaked again, or we replaced this, and the, we got grace. If the service was good, we got grace. But when we messed up on service, we got no grace. We got no grace, no mercy, no nothing. It was so much harder to deal with that customer because they're not, they don't, the plumbing is a commodity. It's just a thing. It's just a thing. You know, CarMax sells cars for more expensive than everyone else. And they even say in their own, they even say in their own slogan, you know, the way car buying should be. It's the experience the way it should be. It's the way it should be, they're saying. Like, this is the experience you should have, not the cheapest cars around, the most value for your dollar, the most bang for your buck, uh, always a deal here, 50% off. There's never a sale. CarMax never ran a sale, ever. They just have the price they have. Experience. It's the, it's the experience. It's it's you go in there and it's just hassle free. Something to that. Something to that. You look at these big huge companies all across the United States. Tell us where you're watching from tonight. Who are you with? We have a lot of viewers tonight. I know Facebook hates that right now. They're like, how in the world did this thing break out? How do people find out about it? Take the good with the bad. All situations it says you ought to offer great strategies to help plumbers know how to relate to customers. Basic stuff that we all just overlook only in a small town where everyone cares. And I think, uh, man, that's so true. Small towns, man, they still do it. They still do it. Yeah. Meanwhile, divorce rate is 80%. And, and I'm saying it's, and I, you know what? Uh, I, I forget half the times what I've said sometimes when I read your comments, but I, Brandon, I get what you're saying. You, this was the idea that I say, what I talk about is elementary. A lot of people say it's elementary and you're saying, no way. 
we're getting this stuff wrong in our daily lives, much less our professional lives. Like we're screwing this up on every level. We got broken families. Like we could really get into the truth about this thing, right? We could, we could go, we could go there tonight. In fact, uh, let's, let's just hit on it for a second. There's broken families. There's broken relationships. We got a, a broken society. We got more people learning from these things than they're learning from their, than their own parents and their own, their own households. And we got, we got households that don't even want to invest in their own households. I'm talking about leaders of households or lack thereof, if I might, might say. And now this is true and this is evident. And if we could just get these basic principles right, these relationship aspects right, this idea of putting others first. And I don't mean in a cheesy, generic, oh, put others first and, you know, put your feelings aside. And it's, I'm just saying in realistic, like practical ways, like how can we just stop, stop, stop for a second be slow to anger and just for a moment realize where were they coming from? In fact, with your customers, do the same thing when there's a misunderstanding, be slow to anger and just hear them out, let them vent. They're stressed, they're upset, their worst fear just came alive. If you get an upset customer and they're calling you back after they spent money with you and they have a problem, they're thinking worst case just came true. They just got screwed over and they are upset and they're disgruntled and they're scared, honestly. Quite honestly, if you really wanna know the real fear that you are dealing with most of the time, when you're in a customer's house, it is fear. It is they are scared. It is not this idea of they're angry or they're upset or they're going to make sure that they don't get taken advantage of. It is coming from a different place. And when you recognize that and you can empathize with that, oh my gosh, you can really help them out. You can really help them out. Like stop and think what your customer's going through. Like that's the point of the gas station thing. Yeah, they washed my window and they topped my gas off. But what did they do? Like think about it. It's a gas station out in the middle of nowhere. There's bugs all those people, they've stopped and they've thought about what their drivers were going through by the time they got to their town. And they say, well, what would what could we do for these people? Well, I bet all of them have bugs on the window because they're all driving, passing through this town. That's something they're all having a problem with. We've stopped and thought about it. We've empathized. What are we going to do about it? Let's wash their windows. Let's get it so they can see again. I think about the, the level of thought that is and how simple it is but out, you got to stop your own. You got to stop thinking about yourself for just a moment. And how can I serve my customer? How can I take care of my customer? How can I serve my wife? How can I serve my kids? How can I serve my community? How can I serve my community in all things, not just plumbing, right? That's what I say at the end of every show. And it's so true. How can you do it? And it starts at your home and it ends in, it ends kind of in a way at your job because that's your profession. That's where you're at all the time. And in this particular job, in this particular profession, we're literally out into the communities all the times that we can make a huge impact. You have such an opportunity to do that in the time of need when people are literally stressed out and afraid, like I said, scared. And you can come into their lives and save them from that reality and help them get better into a better situation. Guys, listen, I hope you guys watch the show tomorrow night. We're going to be doing a Q&A, a live Q&A. If you want more uh, information about the show and make sure you never miss another show, all you got to do is type service. It's a free show. You'll get a reminder Every single night when the show goes live, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursdays typically is the schedule, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Type service into the comments. What will happen is Facebook Messenger will then shoot you a message. Once you get that message, you got to respond to that message with the word service, and that will complete the process, and you will be subscribed. If you want information about the sales training that I do on a weekly basis, in fact, every Wednesday live, which is tomorrow morning, uh, is our next session. If you want to get information about that, if you want to be in that training as early as tomorrow, all you got to do is type the word fresh, F-R-E-S-H, and you will get a message from Facebook Messenger, which will have a link to my Facebook page. 
www.theplumbingsalescoach.com where you can get information about my weekly trainings. Now, a lot of you saw my show last night. You saw how I helped the company quadruple, uh, triple their ticket average, how we've been working interactive with them hands-on. I've gotten some messages, more and more messages about that. How can we get involved in that? You have to be in the weekly trainings to be a part of any of my other programs because you have to understand the mindset and concepts of what we're trying to do here. This is not just about going, we can go sell products for your customers. We can do all kinds of cool stuff and really help your company boost your averages, but we got to do it the right way. And you can't do it if you guys don't have the foundations and mindset um, that you need to really give your customers service and not just try to sell them. So make sure you get involved into the weekly training. Guys, I love you. As usual, remember, serve your communities and everything, not just plumbing. And I did see that we hit like 56 people. We'll celebrate that tomorrow. Have a good night. Take care.